going on, man? Um, hope this comes out okay. Alright, so for your podcast about uh, COVID-19 pandemic. So this is DJ Neil Armstrong. I'm actually out here in New York. I, I live in Japan half the time, but I happen to be here in New York at the height of the COVID-19 pandemic in New York. So I've basically been self-quarantining for, let's say, the last three weeks, uh, just about right before New York got locked down. I was actually in Miami. That was my last gig. And, you know, uh, Florida just was super late with locking their side down. So just to be safe, I made sure to self-quarantine, um, been able to keep my, um, you know, interaction with people, I don't know, maybe in a week I've interacted, in the last three weeks I've interacted with three people face-to-face within six feet of each other. You know, fortunately our supply chain isn't messed up and we can still get, you know, food from restaurants and the delivery people just leave the mm-hmm. items on the, you know, and at, at our door so we actually don't even have to mm-hmm. see other people. Um I'm fortunate that I don't have issues that other people have, you know. Some people shoot, some people are homeless, some people have four roommates, um some people have to go to work, but on my end, uh because my job is as a DJ, um yeah, unfortunately or fortunately, depending on which side you want to look at, I haven't been working since that last gig on March 14th. So, uh, consequently, interestingly enough, I just had a, a baby two years ago. And, um, you know, my focus has actually just been taking care of my, my child. Um, she's at that age where she just kind of needs a lot of attention and, in New York, all our schools were closed. You know, she was in daycare, but they stopped that. So essentially that has become my particular role. Um, fortunately, you know, I got my wife. Um, my mom also lives very close by to me and is also, it's really easy for us to self-quarantine and kind of create like a, a, a closed system where literally it's just us for seeing each other. So my mother also takes care of my, my daughter. Um, I think I actually was one of the DJs who already kind of had a somewhat diverse, uh, diverse sources of income. So I originally got my notoriety from my mixtapes. And fortunately, I've been able to continue selling some of those. And while I'm on my downtime, I am, you know, taking this time to create new projects, which is, you know, always hectic when I'm actually having to go out to tour and do other type of things. Um, That's not to say that I'm not hurting on that side of things. Um, Fortunately, I am one of the more established DJs, so, uh, you know, I... I'm okay financially. Um, I will definitely survive 
this situation, um, even without my, you know, with my outside gigs. However, I do know quite a few DJs who rely solely on gigging and, you know, I'm, I'm worried about a lot of heads that, um, this time's going to be really tough. Um, so yeah, for a lot of people, touring is the way, uh, touring, regular gigs, local gigs, overseas gigs. That's the way that most folks, as, as, as far as DJs go, that that's how they make their money. And, um, you know, even my artist friends who do art stuff, uh, I think that whole sector is kind of hurting, uh, with the exception of, you know, more well-established artists. Um, you know, most, I, th- I think it's a general rule. Like if you're a band, if you're a singer, if whatever, the majority of your money comes from touring. Uh, you know, I, I don't think it's a, a unknown thing that <laughs> when you stream music, you're getting pennies, pennies on the dollar for every stream. So yeah, I think, um, some people are hurting. I think the smarter people have started to hopefully figure out other ways of generating income or just trying to be more productive during this downtime, you know, making music and doing stuff of that nature so that when we are able to get out there and do our thing again, um, you know, they are, they already have something out there to sell or to promote or to tour. A, a new album, a new blah, blah, blah. Advice for an artist to make money during this pandemic. Whew. <laughs> I mean, you know, I think some people have already taken advantage of streaming and kind of using this time to build their audience um, on a, you know, over the internet, I think. That is a, a given. People should be doing that. Um, I think, again, what I just said about how people should make their this time productive, uh, creating new music, creating new mixtapes, creating new remixes, blah, blah, blah. Uh, I think that's what people should be doing um, in the whole artistic realm. So... I mean, one of the questions here is, you know, that DJ sets on IG Live. I mean, the 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 biggest, most obvious one would probably be like, you know, D Nice has created a, a brand new platform out of this uh, pandemic situation uh, to the point where he, you know, he was a, already a huge DJ uh, working, you know, one of the the more well-known, uh, steady working, high, you know, big gig type DJ, but he wasn't a DJ who was getting interviewed on CNN and, uh, doing events with, uh, Michelle Obama. But I mean, he's a prime example who was able to turn a very difficult situation into a great opportunity to create a a new platform to garner 
a, a, a massive amount of new followers. Um, I don't know if that works for everyone else, you know, for, you know, there's some amazing DJs I know that they just don't have the name recognition or the reach to fully, you know, get that type of followership, you know, I, this is somewhat anecdotal, I guess, so at, uh, what you call it, like, let's say maybe 40, like, the average DJ that, that, you know, I know, that is great, maybe at most they're getting three or 400 to 500 views on the lower end, I mean, they're great DJs, they're getting, you know, 50 people following on their live IGs, but... You know, just like in real life, the number of followers you have doesn't necessarily mean you are a, a good or a bad DJ. You know, the, there's no direct correlation there. Um, but I think uh, if you enjoy doing that, if you enjoy DJing and, you know, making people move and like you could you could see the people who truly enjoy it. So like Cosmo Baker, um I think he'd be doing this anyway, <laughs> even if no one was watching him. Uh, same, you know, there's a guy named DJ Juggy. Uh, those guys are the kind of the guys I enjoy watching because you can kind of see that, you know, they, they love music and they love DJing. How does a pandemic like this hurt an artist who isn't established? Well, you know, previously the, you know, the general rule was in order to build an audience you go out and dj and you work at clubs and you build a name that way but now that opportunity is gone for a lot of a lot of djs um artist wise you know what i don't know necessarily if this impacts them uh besides the opportunity to tour but you know the the internet is, it's the wild, wild west, you know, like, you could put your, most of the artists that have blown up, but I don't know, in the last three or four years, it, it's not through radio, it's not through showcases, it's, they put their music on the internet and someone really liked them or they knew how to work the system, like the Old Town Road kid, you know, like, he put his music, he gave it to a certain TikTok guy and he blew the song up and he would go on i mean there's a whole thing about how he hacked the system in order to make make his song like the biggest the literally the biggest hip-hop song in hip-hop history so i don't know if the pandemic necessarily hurts a new artist who kind of knows who how to navigate those waters um I mean, one of the things that, for me anyway, being in New York, I, I don't know if it's just, so like, number one, I'm, I'm a Filipino American and there's a lot of Filipinos in, uh, who are in the healthcare industry. Um, you know, it's like a, somewhat a running joke, but it's not entirely untrue. You know, a lot, a lot of Filipinas are, are nurses. Uh, I have a cousin, uh, a male cousin who's also a nurse or, you know, they're doctors or nurse practitioner, blah, blah, blah. And I think, uh, one thing that 
you know, in the, in my particular case, every day since we've been on lockdown, at least I've heard of one or two people dying who is within, uh, one or two degrees of separation from me. So I've had a high school friend pass away. I've had friends, parents pass away. Um, one of my cousins, um, mothers passed away. My godbrother, uh, dad, an uncle who passed away. And, you know, the virus, even as bad as it is in New York, it, there is some truth that to the, you know, the statement that this virus will really only affect at most, I think, 3% of the world population. So there's a whole 97% of the people who don't have this experience. Um, you know, I think in particular, I'm in this weird place where, you know, I'm, I'm a bit older than, than most folks. I'm from New York. I've always lived here. A lot of my friends are from New York and live here. So, you know, New York is the literal epicenter currently of, of the pandemic of the world, I guess. And I happen to know a lot of people who are being directly affected by this. So, yeah, if you're an artist who is dealing with this situation, it it could be difficult to have a creative outlet or, you know, to even worry about other stuff besides dealing with the, the, the massive sense of loss that's happening right now. Um, you know, I, I do know some people who, you know, even though they, they love DJing and stuff, they, they just don't want to go on IG Live because they're dealing with a lot more crazier things than... uh you know, trying to make people dance right now. So, I don't know. One of the things about art is that I, I think it's universally accepted that art comes from great pain. And um, uh, I don't know if it's a causal thing or but basically, yeah, you know, at the times in New York when things were the most grittiest, when the things looked the most grim, you know, that's when... New York was putting out, that's when, then, that's when hip hop was born, that's when, uh, punk was born, and who knows, maybe when this is all over, maybe there'll be an artistic renaissance to, uh, help balance things out. Um, I think I covered everything you need, man. Please hit me up. Once again, this is DJ Neil Armstrong, straight out of NYC. Born and raised, proud to be here. I'll see y'all on the other side. Peace.